voicemails and laptops, guns and fireworks, to immigrants and microwave ovens. This is shooting the shit. Shooting the shit for July 11th, 2022. Happy Monday to you people, even though it's Monday and not everybody is freaking happy. It's all good though. We got a lot of shit going on. I haven't been around for two weeks. Ah, God, I just, I, I just wasn't feeling it, man. I just didn't have a lot to talk about. As crazy as it seems, it just, I just didn't. I, I, I. I had a lot, you know what, I had a lot to talk about. I just didn't feel like talking about it for two weeks. But now I do. Mm. Because we got a lot of shit going on. Oh, you know. And, and bear with me today, please people, bear with me today. I got a lot of shit going on in my neighborhood here. Uh, my daughter's home, so if you hear her walk into the bathroom or you hear door slam or something or anything, you hear me... Like I said, I don't edit this out. I don't cut it. I don't edit. I don't... I, I, I curse in it. I'll fart. I'll burp. Whatever. It's me. I just do this. I put it out there. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But you know what you can do? You can like it. You can... If there's a like button, hit the like button. Yeah, you can... You know, tell your friends about it. You can push the podcast and get it out to the people. Shooting the shit. You know, uh, you can talk to me, Unreal uh, Podcast 101 gmail.com. That's how you get a hold of me. Just uh, just get it out there. But let's start. Let's start off with Mr. President, your president, my president, our president, Mr. Joseph Biden. Yes, yes. I'm one of those people who admit that Joe Biden's my president. He's my president. I hate it that he's my president. He is absolutely the worst president in American history. But he's my president. I'm not one of these people who goes, oh, you know, like the, the anti-Trumpers for four years. He's not my president. Well, guess what? He's setting the, 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 the standards at that time. Now Joe Biden's setting your standards. His policies seem, his policies seem to be working out really well, don't they? Oh, but let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get started. ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, they all ignore the voicemail that Joe Biden allegedly left for Hunter Biden on business dealings. Ah, God, you know, it's crazy, but this is how the left wing is. They know they're fucked. So let's just ignore it. Let's just ignore the reality of what's going on and try to push Joe Biden. I don't even get it. The midterms are coming up. You're really going to push for Joe Biden to be president again. And if he wins with his ratings the way they are right now, wouldn't that basically say 
there's definitely 100% cheating going on in this. Mm -hmm. I'll say it. I told you before. At first, I didn't believe with the cheating, the little bit and all. Then after I started thinking about it, and they, they would say, you know, there wasn't enough uh, foul play to, to, to say he won cheating. You know what? If they cheated at all, that's cheating. He should just be disqualified. But that's not how it works. They, they look at it as, you know, you're, al you're allowed to lie. You're allowed to cheat as long as you know. Hey, my lying and my cheating didn't actually make me win. I won fair and square. And then after Pennsylvania pulled their bullshit with the mail-in votings, pushing it on me, and then a year later saying it's unconstitutional, that's where it showed me. You cheated, and that's how you won. Anyway, let's get started here. Hunter Biden's tapes. You know, and the voicemail indicating that Joe knew all about Hunter's overseas dealings and absolutely capitalized from such. I said it before, and I'll say this again. Hunter, who has no business background and no big oil background, yet worked for one of the largest oil companies overseas. You're kidding me, right? He's not qualified. He used... The vice president's ties, all Joe Biden's ties, to capitalize on such dealings. And so did the big guy. Mmm, the big guy. In the words of Joe Biden, or in the words of Mr. President, come on, man. Think about this shit, all right? You have Hunter Biden's voicemails, all right? And the mainstream, here it is, let's just get it out there. The mainstream media has largely ignored a leaked voicemail President Joe Biden uh, purportedly left for his son, Hunter Biden, about his overseas business dealings, maintaining that the materials that allegedly originated from his son's now infamous laptop would not be discussed. Do you remember how the left pushed it so fucking hard that his laptop didn't exist? There's no such thing. There was no such stuff in his laptop if it did exist. Mm. Now all of a sudden they have it, it exists, it's for real, and there's a lot of this fucking bullshit that they still deny? This is ridiculous. President Biden has reportedly denied discussing Hunter Biden's business ventures with him. But on June 27th, the Daily Mail first published a bombshell voicemail that many feel contradicts previous claims. Okay, now I can... I, I, I can take this voicemail and let's see... Let's let's look at what we got here really quick. Uh, let's listen. Do I have to listen to the article, or should I just read this out to you? I thought I had this. Uh, no, I can get to his voicemail. Hold on a minute, though. We're gonna we're gonna, I'm gonna read it to you, and then you can tell me yourself whether I'm wrong or I'm right. In in his voicemail, this is how it went. Hey, pal, it's Dad. It's eight fifteen on Wednesday night. If you have a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. I just wanted to talk to you. Or talk with you. I'm sorry. Let me. I'm trying to be Mr. Biden here. Uh, Biden is heard saying in a voicemail from 2018. I thought the article released online. Uh, it's going. Wait. I thought the article released online. It's going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. Was good. I think you're clear. This is how he said. It. I think you're all clear. Which which is, is indicating that obviously Hunter was doing something illegal. Very wrong. And. I like that the fact that they say I think you're all clear. Um, let's let's click into here really quick. Let's see if I can get to this. We're gonna play a clip. Okay, it's a few minutes long. It's about six minutes. But this is Hunter Biden's uh, the voicemails. They're gonna they're gonna play the voicemail for you. Um, the White House does dodge 
the questions on Biden's voicemail to Hunter, but we'll let Fox News explain this to you. You know what's really crazy about this? It was just yesterday, or two days ago, or whenever it was, a couple days back, I guess it was. Biden sent all that oil to China out of our own reserves. Here, listen to the voicemail. Any Let me put it out there for you. And yet you still believe 
what your left wing media is telling you, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Ah, the voicemail is basically a smoking gun, but ABC, CBS, and NBC have yet to report on the latest bombshell development. Uh, MRC Director of Media and Analysis, uh, Jeffrey Dickens, wrote, It's a stunning revolution that ABC, CBS, and NBC have yet to air on any of their evening or morning shows because they are so in the tank of the Biden administration. The blackout has continued, and the story has received little attention even online. Which it is. You go online, it's hard to find a show. I actually had a search for this. Uh, the New York Times, and this is what I've always told anybody, even my kids, when you're trying to find a story for school, and even when it's on history, like history, pre-1985, maybe even 90, um, go down in your grandmother's basement, get an encyclopedia and read it, because you can't trust what the fuck is online. You can't trust what the media tells you, because they ain't going to tell you everything. Hmm. Encyclopedias are your best bet for history, and what's sad about that is history, and encyclopedia is the truth. Slavery happened. It's for real, you know? Segregation happened. It's for real. The Civil War happened. It was real. The Revolutionary War happened. It was real, you know? God, but nobody wants to believe. They want to they wanna just listen to the bullshit propaganda from somebody else. They want to be told how to think, what to do. It's fucking really sad. It's scary. But you have this guy and he's not qualified and he's running. Oh my God. He, he made tons of money, tons of fucking money off big oil. And you have Joe Biden who sends most of, uh, from according to the media source, even on the left wing media, I've seen they sent most of our reserves to China, to China. To get, oh, here's the quote, to get China to stop buying from Russia. Do you really think China's going to stop buying from Russia? You know what they did? They just took that, that fucking oil and they said, thank you. They're going to use it. Then they're going to continue to keep buying from fucking Russia. They don't give a fuck about us. And why aren't we drilling here? Why are we depending on Venezuela or the middle fucking east for the shit? Why? Why aren't we drilling here? Oh, 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 another one of Joe Biden's policies. Oh, the... The Green New Deal. Energy. Oh, electric cars. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's stop farmers from farming. You know, let's produce all this food in buildings and not not real. So y'all die down the road of some kind of cancer from what you're fucking eating. It's a bunch of fucking bullshit, if you ask me. It just is. It, it's scary. It really fucking is scary. The way... This administration is moving forward. And I'm sorry if you hear all these power tools and shit. My neighbor is doing some work on their fucking house. And yeah, something I got to deal with. I'm listening to it and so are you. Anyway. <laughs> the guy's building a little deck. Oh my God. It's like watching uh, Laurel and Hardy work. Mm. Anyway. So, you have... Like I said. You got all these fucking... Ah, oh, you got this propaganda bullshit. You got this 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 administration that has an agenda, and they're pushing their agenda so hard. And the fucked up thing about it is, I said this for the last couple of years, even in these podcasts. You can go back to the first ones I said. They're going to push an agenda, and they're going to do some fucking shady fucking shit, and they're not going to hide it from you. They're going to do it right under your fucking nose, and you're just going to have to deal with it. 
And that's what we're doing right now. We're dealing with a corrupt fucking a corrupt government system in our government right now. And we're dealing. We're sitting there. We're being fucking idiots. We're being played like violins and we're not doing nothing about it. One in four people. There was a, uh, I think it was last week I seen, or I, I listened to uh, Tim Pool. Love Tim Pool. Uh, Listen to Tim Pool. And I think he said that he read something off of a poll that was done um, that one in four Americans claim that we're going to have to take back our government. And one in four is a quarter of this was just of the poll. It's not a quarter of the Americans, but a poll. If a quarter there, you might think a quarter of the whole United States might think the same way. But one in four Americans seem to think that we're going to have to take back our government forcefully. And yet, right now, we have gun control at the wazoo. At the fucking wazoo. You have gun control. You know, you have you have problems. You just have problems from day fucking one of Joe Biden. We have problems. Think about it. In day one, he walked in and he signed how many executive fucking orders reversed of Donald Trump's? You know, it was stopping energy efficiency. The oil situation that we have going on right now and the fucking inflation of gas prices is ridiculously skyrocketed. It, it's ridiculous how much there actually is, it, it, how much everything costs, how much inflation there is. It's ridiculous. Gas prices have gone down a little tiny bit, but not much. Oh, my God. Every, you know, people went, oh, my God, look, it's 471 It ain't no longer $5. Wow. Wow. How much was it when Joe Biden took office? It was like two bucks. Two twenty-five at the most, maybe. When he took office, now how much is it? And you're actually getting excited about this fucking guy. When prices go down, you're not excited about the guy. You know he's an idiot, and inflation is his problem right now. It's it's all his problem. All this shit is Joe Biden's doing. Every executive order he did, the immigration problem at the border, a crisis he calls it. Yet he set it all up. He called for immigrate immigrants. Before he was fucking elected president to to please rush for the border because his policies were going to make it so that they, we could pour in with no strings attached. And they are bringing whatever. They could be bringing your COVID that you had. Holy quote, your COVID that's so deadly. They could be bringing that. They could be bringing other diseases. They bring crime. That's for sure. They, they don't bring anything to the table. They come across. None of them are going to cure cancer. I said this before. None of them are going to cure cancer. None of them are going to win a Nobel Peace Prize. They're going to mow your lawn. Okay? They're going to hang drywall. That's what they're going to do. They're going to get paid cash. And they're going to send their cash across back over to fucking Mexico. And then the rest of them are going to pour across. And this, the crazy part about it, is that during all this, you had a bunch of migrants coming across. Okay? Here's, here's where the kicker is. Joe Biden actually, just a week and a half ago, because of his policies and having these people come across, he basically baked. Um, how many people was it? Let's uh, let's see. Let's go to do, 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 do. where is the immigration on border? Oh, here we are. Let let's go to the border crisis here. For one, let's see. Uh, okay. Oh, all right. How about we read this one from Newsweek? We're going to go for Newsweek. I like Newsweek. Newsweek ain't that bad. At the end of last month, Americans were horrified by the shocking headlines out of San Antonio, Texas. 53 migrants dead in an abandoned tractor trailer and more than a dozen hospitalized, including four children. Authorities say more than 60 people were crammed into the trailer 
with no air conditioning, ventilation, food, or water. Home, Homeland Security Secretary, uh, Alej- sorry if I pronounce this wrong, Alejandro Mayorkas, Mayorkas, I guess that's how you say it, Mayorkas, yeah, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas has vowed, sorry, I just tore that name up. I'm not good with names. Has vowed to find those responsible for the tragedy. But Americans already know who's at fault. Joe Biden and his administration's deadly border policies. We know that from day one of signing executive orders reversing Donald Trump's border policies, if you remember. And he said to rush to the border so you can get in here. He did. There is actual video and audio of him saying it. The heartbreaking news from Texas is the bloodiest instance of human trafficking on the U.S.-Mexico border in modern history, but it's hardly unique. Uh, in late June, near Laredo, Texas, a human smuggler in evaded law enforcement crashed his vehicle into a semi-truck, killing himself and four illegal immigrants. In Kinney, Texas, Kinney County, Texas, I'm sorry, one migrant was killed and six others hurt in a rollover accident. And in Brooks County, Texas, illegal immigrants fled a vehicle as police arrested the smuggler behind the wheel. One migrant ran uh, onto the highway and was struck and killed by oncoming traffic. Data shows more than 239,000 illegal immigrants attempted to cross the U.S.-Mexican border in May itself, all by its lonesome people, 239,000 people who don't belong here, who bring nothing to the table, okay? But they're just going to pour in. They're going to pour in. Oh, is that votes for Mr. Biden? He's hoping because that's what he, that, that that's the whole plan to this. That's only counting those who were apprehended, though. Understand that. With many more slipping in uh, unnoticed, border agents also uh, encountered 14,699 unaccompanied children. May's numbers are the highest one-month total in DHS history and a 300% increase from the average number of May apprehensions during the Trump administration. <laughs> a glance at some of the people being apprehended makes the situation even more alarming. Last week, border agents in Texas, Rio Grande Valley, arrested nine MS-13 gang members and two sex offenders convicted of assaulting underage children. And since October, 50 individuals on the terror watch list have been apprehended trying to enter through uh, our poorest border. Agents are overwhelmed and undersupported. Americans living along the border face thousands of strangers wandering through their communities every day. Last month, a, a migrant died on a Texas resident's property. This is out of control. It's crazy, and it has to stop. Look, I live up north. I, I get mad when a person who's walking around soliciting, selling things, you know, with their little clipboard... And they come up and they knock on my door and I get mad. And like, I don't want to buy your shit. Just go away. I get mad about that. And then they walk away and they'll sit at the end of my steps and take a breather sitting on my steps. Like down at the bottom near, near the sidewalk. I live in a city. And I get it. But I, I get a little angry with that. I'm like, you know what? Just keep walking. Shouldn't even be here doing this to begin with. Just, just keep walking. There's people that are pitching tents on people's front fucking lawns. You know what I mean? Like, in, 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 like, in, in, think about it. In California, homeless people pitch tents on million dollar homes, fucking properties. Like, if that was, and, 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 and the homeowners aren't really allowed to do anything about it. 
If that was me, I'd go out there with a fucking hose and, and just hose the fucking shit out of them until they left. It's crazy. It's fucking absolutely crazy. So let's continue with this. It's not just uh, people making the journey. Lethal drugs are flowing into the country at an alarming rate with only a fraction being uh, intercepted. In May alone, uh, 1,100 pounds of deadly fentanyl, more than 249 million deadly doses, and more than 10,000 pounds of methamphetamines were seized at the southern border. Thanks uh, in part to the Biden border crisis, drug overdoses in America reached an all-time high in 2021, and fentanyl overdoses are now the leading cause of death for Americans 18 to 45. Even when drug uh, traffickers are caught, they're not uh, always held accountable. In June, soft-on-crime Democrats released two men in California just days after they were arrested for possessing 150,000 fentanyl pills, enough to kill millions of people. See, here's the problem that lies. You have this drug problem that's being poured into the United States. You have a president who actually wants to contribute to it by making safe spaces for people to do these drugs, which at, at times I thought for a minute, like, okay, it ain't a bad thing. At least you're not doing it on the street. But they're going to do it on the street anyway. They'll come to your safe space, they'll do it there, and they'll go do it on the streets. So what are, you sa- what are you saving anyway? And then when he gives out these packages to these people, like th- there was some kind of package that he was given, uh, I'm going to say, condoms and things of that nature. But he was also handing out crack pipes. Oh, here's a clean crack pipe. Go ahead, man. I'm encouraging you to go do drugs. These people, they're fucking sick individuals. And, and taxpayer money is actually going towards indoctrinating children in fucking elementary-aged schools. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't happen in any schools, but I'm really pissed off at the fact that it happens in fucking grades from fucking fifth grade down to kindergarten. It's bullshit. Oh. Still, uh, Mayorkas insists uh, he has uh, operational control of the border and White House Press Secretary uh, Karen Jean Perry, I guess that's the, Karine Jean Perry, whatever, claims the border is closed. It's not, people. It's wide fucking open. These people are just pouring the fuck in by the thousands upon thousands upon thousands. It's fucking ridiculous. Mr. Joseph Biden is the worst president in American history. Absolutely 100% the worst president in American history. With all that being said, besides the immigration problem, we have an inflation problem. (laughs) This guy just, it gets better and better as we go. Mr. Joe Biden's America gets better and better as we go. On Fox News today, earlier, you had porn, uh, porn, (laughs) porn, a little banging and slanging, you know, a little brown chicken, brown cow, no, no, no. You had Pawn Stars owner, uh, Rick, um, uh, what the hell is his last name? Rick uh, Harrison. He was on Fox and Friends today, and he spoke about the, the, the surge in prices and how it's working out, um, if I can get it here to play, you can listen to it. Uh, you might have to listen to an ad first. So let's let, let's let's cut out the, uh, the 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 let's let's see let's let's get back onto the volume here and let's skip the ad and let's go straight to the interview. Thanks to inflation, pawn shops across the country are seeing a resurgence of buyers and sellers. See, I don't know how there's buyers, but I guess they're buying things that actually are worth money, like gold and silver. But listen. This guitar was actually played by Jimi Hendrix. I'm sure people have seen this show before, Pawn Stars. I love the show. 
But I can understand why people are selling their stuff to make some money because they need it. You only have to sell a couple of those. Here with the impact of rising costs on his business, Pawn Store Stars host Rick Harrison joins us today. He's out on the road. He's filming. Rick, good morning to you. Good morning. So, you know, we talked a little bit about this last week on how it's a sign of the time. So many people with inflation and gas so high and food so high, they're a little short when it comes to how much money they've got in their pockets. So what are they doing? They're, they're hawking stuff at pawn shops. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a real double-edged sword. I mean, you have, uh, you know, basically, uh, you have like small business owners and a lot of them got so much PPP money and now that ERC money is coming into all of them, um, they're getting tons of money, which is driving up the, the price of collectibles and everything else like that. But middle America is just, uh, it's crushing them. Right. with the oil thing uh, a, a large portion of the year i, I uh, live on the oregon coast where it's really rural people drive a lot and um there's people they don't know what they're going to do yeah i mean if you drive a diesel truck and you work construction and you got to you put 100 miles a day on it um it's um it really affects yeah. what you're going to get groceries at the end of the week rick what are you seeing come through the doors uh where somebody's you know Obviously, you can tell in talking to them, uh, you know, they're hurting. And, you know, they always kept something. It was a, an heirloom or it was a treasure. And it's got to break your I heart mean, that you can't give them more money I mean, for it's it. The wedding it's the wedding band or something like that. And these are people uh -huh. who, you know, you take a single mom, okay, who has to drive to work every day, has to drive, get groceries for her kids. Um, this is, this is devastating because when they talk about, like, you know, we got 8.6% inflation or something like that, that's across the board. When you talk to people who have lower middle income and they have to drive a lot, this affects them a lot more. It's not 8% inflation. It's like 25% inflation. Sure. But at the same time, you are running a business and you need to make money. But just like everybody else, you have a problem right now with supply and demand. You can't get stuff. Um, I can't get merchandise. I mean, um, I mean, it's, it is that double-edged sword because the people who got all this PPP uh, money, the ERC money, that puts so much money into the system, higher and stuff, the price has gone to the ceiling. Meanwhile, I mean, just like cleaning supplies, the price has doubled in the past year. I mean, all the little things. Uh, the power bill's gone up a lot. The, I mean, uh, <laughs> Thank you, Joe Biden. The power bill's going up. Stay in business and Why? We have a government that has oil. No idea oil, people. Fucking oil. The lack of oil we have. <laughs> the energy grid runs off oil, people. We know that. We're filming some specials this summer, and we'll look for them on TVs everywhere coming up soon. Thank you, sir. Yeah, so, so you had that. You have, you know, Rick Harrison talking about the inflation and how people are selling, you know, heirlooms and, and, and things that, that are really meaningful to people. And they have to sell it only just to survive. And it's getting to be ridiculous. It really is. Inflation's hitting everybody. It's hitting everyone. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're a single mom, a single dad, uh, a, a married family with kids. Single people without kids. Um, if your job isn't paying you a very, 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 very lucrative amount of money, like Hunter Biden's, you know, Barisma job, um, you're going to be struggling a little bit. And he's right. Inflation is not eight percent. It's more like twenty-five percent. It's it, it's a forty-year high, and we're trying to grip with the reality of I don't think things are going to get better with this. 
things are only going to get worse. Like I said, gas prices went down slightly. And of course, you know, Joe Biden, like he'll pat himself on the back because he pats himself on the back with everything. When people were starting to go back to work and, 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 and doing it, he's like, I created jobs. Look at my unemployment at the low rate now that it is, you know, because I created these jobs. Joe didn't create shit. This fucking old feeble piece of shit didn't create nothing. He, you, you know what you created, Joe? You created a dumpster fire and you're having such a hard time putting it out with fucking buckets of gasoline instead of buckets of water. Oh, it's ridiculous. So, so, so you have inflation. You have a bunch of bullshit. You have people struggling to get by. You have people who who are getting by, who are doing what they need to do, and they're trying to lower prices. I'm doing it right now. I mean, I had to up prices with some things, and 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 I had to get a new vehicle. You knew that. I told you about that. My old vehicle wasn't going to pass inspection, so I had no choice but to buy a new vehicle. And yeah, I bought brand new because I've never owned a brand new vehicle in my life. And I figured it's time. Like, don't get me wrong. I've owned brand new vehicles in my life, but I was married. And that vehicle went to my wife at the time. I didn't. I always drove a used vehicle for my own. So I bought myself a brand new vehicle. And yeah, it cost a little bit more money than the last vehicle that I had that was used that I bought used. But still a nicer vehicle. So it costed some pretty decent amount of money. But I also did it at a time where I kind of helped myself get into a financial situation where let's eliminate this money, that money. Let's let's. I got rid of cable TV because that's fucking ridiculous. Anybody who has cable TV today still and is not streaming shit, you're you're morons. Get rid of it. It's almost it's like having XM radio or paying for your radio. Like seriously, like did you ever think? 25, 30 years ago that you'd be paying for radio. I know back then you paid for TV when it first came back out. And, you know, the bunny ear antennas went away and you had to pay for cable vision. I get that. And it was expensive back then. But, you know, and you paid for what you had. <sighs> Did you ever think later down the road that you would have to pay to listen to the radio? Like, I know you don't have to pay to listen to FM radio or AM radio, but like, if, oh, you, you want to listen to your music, your genre here, you got to pay for this. It's fucking ridiculous. It really is. Before you know it, listen, FM and AM are free right now, but before you know it, they're not going to be free either. You're going to be paying for that shit too. You're not going to, you're going to be paying for everything and you're going to be paying for everything cashless. I told you this before, and I'll say this again. Everything is going to be cashless because they want every single little bit of tax dollar they could possibly fucking squeeze out of you. You are going to be going to a yard sale at your neighbor's fucking house and say, Oh, I really loved that vase she had on her table, and she's selling it. I'm going to go buy it. She only wants $5 for it. And you're going to walk over there and want to buy that vase, and you, the woman's going to go, Okay, and you're going to have to hand her your fucking phone. And she's going to, or Venmo, that's, you're going to have to use things like Venmo, S send her the money Venmo, so that way it can be taxed, or, or scan a credit card with your fucking cell phone, like, you're going to give her your credit card, and she's going to scan it across her cell phone, you know, it'll all be fine, oh, it's, it's safe, it's going across, it's safe, this person ain't going to, but you have to pay for it, why, because fucking Uncle Sam wants his cut of that five bucks, so instead of being $5, depending upon where you're at, let's add in a percentage, maybe 6%, 7%, 8%, whatever your area's tax is, they're going to do it. You'll see. Give it some more time. That is the next step in this. So from the Hunter Biden tapes and his wrongdoings, all the bullshit that this guy's created with oil, big oil, to immigration, 
So now inflation, okay, will roll into gun laws. Now gun laws are going into effect, and they're going to be signing a gun law, okay? Just over last weekend, the 4th of July weekend, a great weekend, we had shootings, which pulled up these anti-gun crazy nutbags again out of the war. We got to get rid of the AR-15. It's killing everybody. It's just leaving people's gun racks, leaving their gun fucking, getting out of their gun safes, and they're going on their own and shooting people. Oh, or this kid shouldn't be able to buy an AR-15. You know what? I don't disagree in that fact, but if the kid walked into a store and they did a background check on him and he was 21 years of age and his background check came back with nothing on him. I get what people say. It should be up to the store owner to make a decision on how he looks. Like, <laughs> what gets me with that, <laughs> you motherfucking left-wing fucking nutbags, think about this. A person with purple hair and big gauges in their ears and tattoos all over their body are saying you should <laughs> judge that person on the way that he looked in the gun store. Yet here you are making that comment the way you look. Come on. Really? You don't want to be stereotyped because you have tattoos all over your body and fucking piercings and gauges in your fucking ears and a bone through your nose and pink hair. You don't want to be judged. But you were hoping that the fucking gun store owner would have judged that person by the way he looked. That's sad. No. He didn't cause any problems prior to this situation. He had red flags all his life that never made it to the background check. There is where I, okay, I have the problem there. If there was police at his door at a young age and he had different threats of in school, whether it was suicidal threats, killing himself, killing his family, okay, if he ended up at a, from what I heard, a, uh, a Jewish temple, you know, threatening the uh, rabbi or whatever might be in there. These are red flags that never made it to his background check. Now, I personally think that all red flags should make it to a background check, even if it's just petty thief theft. In the background check, though, it should be pretty, like, I know it takes, oh, I can walk in and get a gun. Right now, I have a, a license to carry, and I have nothing on my record. Now, as a kid, I did. I had theft and all, but it was petty. It was little things. Stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Nothing, nothing like the, a, a Grand Theft Auto or theft of a motorcycle or theft of... You know what I mean? It was always petty things. You know, less than $20 of this or something. And they should actually make it too. But, you know what I mean? When somebody's doing background shot in the ring, like, then they, that don't matter. That don't matter. That don't matter. This guy doesn't have any fucking background of violence. You know what I mean? If that's the case, that's how it should be done. Everything should be put on the background check. Even prior to 18 years old. If this kid had issues in school, if this kid, it should have been on a background check. That's where our government system failed. The gun store didn't fail, okay? It's not the gun's fault that this kid took the gun that he was, that he got legally with a background check and then he did the crime. But now with gun laws, you're going to try to ban the AR-15 and any other, oh, crazy, scary looking weapon has the same capacity, the same power as a weapon that's not so scary looking in the same caliber. You're going to ban that weapon. You're going to ban the amount you can buy, or you're going to ban the size of the magazine for the gun. You're going to set red flag laws, which are really fucked up situation laws, because 
You can have anybody that holds a grudge or a chip on their shoulder can say something about somebody else, make up a story, and ha you'll have the FBI banging down your door later in the night. And it's it's crazy because that's only going to set the president for the FBI to bang down your door in the middle of the night. And since you carry a gun or you have a gun and you're legally have a gun, you're going to try to protect your family not knowing who the fuck's banging down your door and coming up, rushing up your stairs. You're going to point the gun in that direction. You're going to pull the trigger. Then you're going to end up shooting an FBI agent, and now, now this shit really hit the fan. All because some crazy asshole decided to red flag you. Doesn't make any sense, but another one of the policies that the left wing wants to push on the American fucking people. It's all about control, people. If you haven't seen it yet, like I said a couple minutes back, it's control. It's, it's, they're doing everything crazily, like, like corruptly. Right under your noses and you don't care. It's either you're blind or you're stupid. I'm one of you. I can sit here and I can bitch and complain about it, but I'm not doing a damn thing about it. So you have all these new gun laws coming up, okay? And then you have, on July 4th, the 4th of July morning, you have a shooting in Parkland, uh, Highland Park. I'm sorry, Highland Park, Illinois. Illinois, which has some of the strictest gun laws in the country yet this kid was able to purchase a gun at 21 years old with no background he's a sick looking individual to begin with but again don't want to be stereotyped just on the way you look right don't judge a book by its cover could be the nicest guy in the world i've seen things on memes online all the time about that oh just because a guy has per you know tattoos and piercings and this and that and that doesn't mean he could be the nicest guy in the world the person who's all clean cut could be the asshole you're right you shouldn't judge the book by its cover. But that's basically what you were telling the gun store owner to do. Judge the book by its cover. Which in this case, it might have worked. In a lot of cases, it may not. Again, that's stereotyping and judging the book by its cover. But you don't want it done. You want it done in a gun store, but you don't want it done out in a park. Make up your fucking minds, people. So, you have this shooting in Highland Park, Illinois. And... During a 4th of July parade. And he kills numerous people. And the kid looks crazy. He's nuts. There's background to him. Like I said. Suicidal thoughts. Killing his family thoughts. Threatening a uh, synagogue. Things of that nature. But never made his background check. Later that night you had a shooting in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. My neck of the woods. Um, during the... Uh, whatever that is... Happy birthday, America, fireworks thing. And the shots now, they think, they have, I don't think they've found the guy yet, but shot two cops and didn't kill them, thank God. Um, but they think it was a sniper situation um, that these shots were fired from far. Uh, thank God they didn't kill the cops. But another situation that they're going to try to use as a tool in order to gain control of you by taking away your gun rights. Um, like I said before, I can only say this so many times. They're going to use every one of these situations against you. They're tools. They're going to use it from inflation and high gas prices, okay, to the border crisis, okay, to immigration, okay, to gun violence and guns. They're going to use every one of these. They try to use COVID against you. It was a tool. Now they're going to use all this against you as a tool to try to gain complete and total control over you. Because once they have control of you, 
it's over. Game's over. Once they take away your guns, your total gun rights, it's game over. You can't protect your fucking constitutional rights anymore. That is why that amendment was put in the Constitution, people. It wasn't to protect you from me or me from you or me from my neighbor or me from the fucking cute kids that are going to carjack me tonight or even me from the fucking shooter, the active shooter during a 4th of July parade. It's not. That's not why it was created. It was created because our forefathers knew that down the road, you would have to protect your constitutional rights from a corrupt government that is trying to overturn it. They knew that eventually down the road, you were going to have the same situation with our government that you had in England. And it's happening right now. If you don't see it on both sides of the fence, you're fucking blind. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, it's happening on both sides of the fence. Today, I'm looking at it with Roe versus Wade and all that shit. You have these people pushing God and the Bible and it says this in the Bible, and it says it should be man and woman, not man and man, or woman and woman, or it should, you know, it, it's, it's only, you know, no abortion should be good, you shouldn't kill anybody, listen, you're pushing religion on me, that's religious persecution, and that's what one of the things we escaped when we escaped from England, the British rule was escaping religious persecution, that was one of them, we don't need the rule from one fucking side one party we need a complete total free america free to do with what you want to do as long as you don't commit crimes okay i don't want to hear it that abortion it's a crime you're, you're you're murdering a kid no listen it takes a lot of thought if you have a girl who gets pregnant 15 fucking times because she can't keep her legs closed 15 fucking times she gets 15 abortions that to me would be a murderous situation. If you have a young fucking 12-year-old girl who gets pregnant and is scared to tell her fucking parents about it, and she goes and she sneaks and gets an abortion, that to me is just she was scared and she didn't know what to do. There's a get-out-of-jail-free card, okay? You have a situation where you have a medical issue and the baby needs to be aborted. That's a different situation. That should be okay. What if there's a rape situation with your daughter and five guys? You know what I mean? And she gets pregnant. You think she should go through the whole nine months because that baby's life deserves to, to, to be born? This is where pro-lifers are not, you're not pro-life. You're just anti-abortion. I told you this before, I'll say it again. You don't give a fucking shit about the woman's life who is pregnant with the child. You only care about the unborn child. You're not pro-life. You are not. Because life isn't a, at conception. Life isn't at fucking birth. Life isn't at one-year-old, a three-year-old. Life is everything in between. Okay? It's that fucking first birthday candles will be, be a blowout. It's the first girl or boy you fall in love with. It's the first, maybe even if you're gay, it's the first girl and girl that fall in love. Maybe it's the first home run you hit in your Little League baseball game. That's life. So that woman who's giving birth has a life and maybe during her life things just didn't go well this was one of the things that didn't go well okay that's how you got to look at it if you're pro life you're really just anti-abortion especially if you don't give a flying shit about the pregnant woman now when i say you're pro-choice 
No, because I don't think every single person out there deserves a choice. If you're irresponsible with sex, you don't deserve a choice to have nine abortions. No. Okay? I'm pro-abortion for the fact that I think it can't just disappear completely because it needs some things it needs to be available for. So, you have all these issues that Joe Biden has created. And now you're going to go into the midterms. So, from inflation to, you know, uh, gas prices at the pump, from immigration and crazy ass shit there, from gun violence, from fucking drugs, from all this shit that this guy has created, you have a fucking chance to turn it the fuck around because you got an administration in there that doesn't give a flying shit about the people. They don't. They don't care about you. They just care about getting the fuck back in there and in power. So here, this is from the uh, the AP News, which I'm not even sure how. I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, they suck. They get... I'm just going to tell you any Voters switch uh, lopsidedly to GOP and warning for Dems. The thing is with this is that people are tired of Joe Biden's policies. A political shift is beginning to take hold across the U.S. as tens of thousands of suburban voters who helped fuel the Democratic Party gains in recent years are becoming Republicans. Uh, Across 31 states, about two-thirds of voters who have switched their official party registrations in the past year have switched to the Republican Party, according to voter registration data analyzed by the Associated Press. The phenomenon is playing out in virtually every region of the country. Democrats and Republican states, along with cities and small towns in the period since President Joe Biden replaced former President Donald Trump, Ever or, 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 or nowhere is the shift more pronounced and dangerous for Democrats than in the suburbs. Over the last year, and, I'll t- and you know why in the suburbs? Come on, think about it. Suburbs are middle class people who are trying to make a living and work. And they can't afford to go to work. They can't afford to buy groceries. They can't afford to send their kids to private school. They can't afford to put their kids on a soccer team. They can't afford to do shit. Because Joe Biden's policies, because of this fucking political bullshit, and this guy's policies. I'm sorry. That's how it works. It's, dang- it's dangerous for Democrats. Uh, then in the, in the suburbs, over the last year, uh, far more people are switching to the GOP across suburban counties from Denver to Pittsburgh. Republicans also gained ground in, con- uh, in counties around uh, medium-sized cities such as Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, ben Smith, who lives in the suburban uh, uh Laramere County, Colorado, north of Denver, said he reluctantly registered a Republican early in the year after becoming increasingly concerned about the Democrats' support in some localities for mandatory COVID-19 vaccines. The party's inability to quell violent crime and its frequent focus on racial justice. When you're pushing policies like Joe Biden's posting, hold on one second, I'm sorry. Hey, sorry, I'm back. Uh, you probably heard my phone ring in the background. I got distracted and had to run off. We were talking about the GOP, though. We were talking about the people switching parties. Um, and in this case, like I said, uh, mandatory COVID-19 vaccines, uh, that's just one of the things that are creating issues for people. People are tired of the policies that this administration's putting out. 
and it's costing people their money. It's costing people their sanity. It's costing people just, just, it's costing lives too. Let's face the fact, people who are being killed by gun violence and not just, you're going to point fingers at Illinois. You're going to point fingers at one. This is how it works. This is how they work. They take Illinois, a school, sh- a school shooting, a shooting a, during a parade on the 4th of July that killed innocent parade goers from one guy. They take that. Then they'll take the shooting at the 4th of July on the cops and they'll use school shootings also, like Ovade, Texas and that kind of shit. But they'll never, ever, ever go to the violent crimes in the inner cities where they're allowing it to happen. Whether it's black on black or white on white or white on black or black on white or whatever, any race. Race doesn't matter. They'll never take the crime, which in most my city, I'll be honest with you, Call it how it is. It's usually black on black crime. They won't ever account for that. That's just, hey, that's part of a, what do you call it? A casualty of war, I guess. When it comes to the Democratic Party, they don't care about the gun violence in your inner city. They don't care about the carjacker. They don't care about the this shooting in the bodega in New York City. They posted, it was all, I seen it on the news. Now, I didn't see it on many, I saw little bits and pieces on your left wing news sources right wing news sources you see a lot but in this case you see the bodega being robbed and then the bodega you know owner sticking up for himself and yet in this case you got to understand in philadelphia you have carjackers who will beat the shit out of a car a guy in in his new car drag him out of his car throw him beat him up hopefully not kill him they'll drive off with his car they'll get caught they'll spend a night or two behind bars, they'll be released, and then they'll be doing it again by the end of the weekend. That's how the system works, and that's Joe Biden's okay with this. This administration's okay with it, okay? All coming from a guy who wrote and signed the stop and frisk law. He changed his policies. He's a racist motherfucker. In past fucking videos, I can pull up tons of videos where he's racist as a motherfucker. In this one, all it's all peace, unity, and harmony. Listen, this is just the Democrats' fucking run to get Donald Trump out of office. That's all it was about. No matter who the fuck it was, it didn't matter whether the guy was... It could have been Charles Manson if he was a fucking Democrat. They still would have voted for him because they wanted Donald Trump out so bad. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense how they did it. You literally got rid of the cockroaches in your house only to bring in a used mattress and just get your your house now swarmed with bed bugs. Good luck. You know what I'm saying? That's what it comes down to. That's how that's how I look at it. Like I think Trump did a great job. So I can't turn around and say he was cockroaches. Did he have some bad issues? I look at Donald Trump as a snake. He came in as a snake. He slithered in. I I don't like snakes, but I'm not so scared of them. Poisonous ones, yeah, I guess I would be. But he's this—he was a snake, and he was in the door. And he, there were some bad things about him, but he wasn't harming me as long as I wasn't harming him. And you know, he was—the snake was killing the mice. Think about it. the snake kills the mice, the bugs, it eats them things. As long as you're not bothering him, and he's not bothering you, everything could be good because he's—he's he's cleaning your house up of the mice and shit. Joe Biden, you let in—he's bed bugs. He's not killing anything else. He's he's bugging you. He's 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 ruining your life, and you can't get rid of him. That, that think of it that way, people. You got to start using your fucking heads, man. You got to start using your heads. And I hope that in the midterms, with a person like Joe Biden and his policies, I hope that you look at 
think, remember something. When you go to, to vote for anybody, remember next time, okay, concentrate on the policies, all right? And when they tell you that they're going to slash taxes, stop believing that bullshit. They're not going to slash taxes. None of them are, okay? This is the way it works. They will raise your taxes right off the bat. They'll claim excuses like, oh, you know, the inflation or this or that or housing market's low. We got to raise the taxes. We got to do this. They'll claim all these excuses for it. They'll raise the taxes to a level where you're so pissed off, all right? And then after you've already have forgotten about that initial policy that they were pushing on lowering your taxes and dropping them, they'll lower, they'll, they'll, they'll slash taxes after that. And what they'll do is they'll only slash the taxes that they just raised on you. And they're not going to totally slash them. They'll lower them. So let's say the tax rate was 1.8%. And then they come into office promising you they're going to slash that 1.8% down to 1.5%. And you're all happy. Then they come in. And with inflation, with the housing market, with this and that, they we got to raise taxes. We got to raise taxes. Take that 1.8% now, it's 2.8%. Raise it a whole percent. 2.8 and you're fucking pissed off and it's fucking months go by, months go by. You forgot all about the policy he wanted to raise. Now he goes, oh, we're going to slash taxes now. And you, then all of a sudden you're like, okay, good. He's going to slash the taxes. Now it goes down to 2% from 2.8. It was 1.8. It's 2%. He slashed the taxes like he promised. He just raised them so high to where you really don't see it. Or maybe he even slashes it back down to 1.8, but he never lowered the taxes. So get that out of your fucking head next time. Stop being so fucking gullible. Stop being a fucking McFly, you know, you know, stop being McFly, you know, hello, McFly, wake up McFly, think, yeah, next time you go to vote, just look at the policies, see what they actually want to do, and just, especially, let's say something, if it's Donald Trump that's coming in there, please do yourself a favor and think about his policies, how he was right before COVID hit. Think about that long and hard. Look at the Santos and the way Florida was during COVID and how Florida's run and how it's run now. And think about that. Okay? And then look at other people that are in Democratic-run states like New York, like California. Think about the homeless living on the fucking front porch of a fucking million-dollar home. You know, homeless people shitting in the streets. You got to think about this kind of shit, man, people, before you vote these fucking idiots in there. You know, nobody ever thought, nobody nobody looked back at Joe Biden. None of you Democrats looked at his fucking policies, his real policies. You never looked at his past, the 48 years he was in politics. You never looked at Harris's past. She was a piece of shit. She hated Joe Biden, if you remember. Yet, you just were blinded by it. It was just, I need to get Donald Trump out. I cut off my head in spite of a headache. That's what you did. You know, makes a lot of sense, right? When people said that, there's, like I, I said, there's a, there's a meme that says it's on the it's on the uh, the Facebook page, it's on the uh, uh it's it's on the uh, Instagram page, uh, Unreal. I believe it's Unreal Reality on Facebook, and it might be shooting the shit on Instagram, but it's on there, and it's a meme that shows like, two guys in a bar. One guy doesn't have a head, and the one guy who says, "Yeah, I voted for Biden because I wanted Trump out." The guy without a head goes, yeah, it makes sense. I cut off my head because I had a headache. Just remember that when you go back to the polls, all right, for the midterms and then for the actual elections. All right, people. Anyway, until then, I'm down to my last minute. I am getting out of here. I spoke what I had to speak. Start using your heads, people, because this is really affecting us. This president is the absolute worst in history, and we need better. 
Make America Great Again. See ya. Oh, it's a MAGA month, too, is it not? Still? I believe it's still MAGA month. Hang your American flags. Be proud to be who you are. Be proud to be American. When somebody says, where are you from? You're American. When they go, oh, no, 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 where are you from? Oh, you mean my background? Like where my ancestors are from? Oh. No, see, I'm American. Give your country props. It deserves it. Love you, people, and I'll talk to you next time. See ya.